we basically set you up for, uh, for the future as well as, as we can. This is The Playbook. Man, this is going to be an interesting conversation. I have this guy next to me, Noah Kerner, is like every, it's like the 20 under 20, the 30 under 30, the 30 under 40, the 40 under 40, whatever else he can be. This guy has won every honor of being an entrepreneur. 80 uh, under 80. 80, 80 over 80. 80. We're going for 80 over. And uh, I'm going to try to compete with you on that one. It's running out of time. Um, but he's the CEO of Acorns, plural, Acorns. Uh, which is my first question because it's really interesting. Uh, you know, one of my guys was talking about how his mom pluralizes everything. And I don't know Acorn from Acorn or Acorns from Acorn. Why did you put a plural to the Acorns? Because if it was singular, it would be like you only put 25 cents into the market. So, so we did the ideas for tw- from tiny acorns, mighty oaks do grow. So it's lots of small amounts, lots of spare change, lots of $5 a day. The idea is that that adds up eventually if you stick with it for a long time into a mighty oak. That was the concept. And I, lo- I love the fact that when I think about you as an entrepreneur, I think about leveling the playing field. And it's one of my aspirations of empowering people to be happy, of allowing everyone to share in abundance, to make money, help people, and have fun. Um, within the context of that perspective for you, what was it growing up that you felt that you had to take care of the underdog? Because I think of any company in investing, your app to me is the underdog app. I was a New York City public school kid, so I grew up around kids that didn't have a lot. I also had, I was, I was just talking about this today, um, a lot of people in my family can't, didn't come from a lot. My, my, you know, my father grew up in the, in the Grand Concourse in the Bronx and his, his parents. And um, so, so it came from a lot of that type of environment. But a lot of the most valuable, wonderful things I got as a kid were from people who didn't have a lot. And, and, um, and I think growing up, as I, as I got the idea of, of trying to give back in whatever way I could, um, I also, there was this, this time in my life um, when I was a public school kid going to PS41, I was a, somehow I got into tennis, so I was a competitive tennis player. So it would be like, like in the day, I'd be you know, going to school with kids that didn't have a lot, and then at night playing with the wealthiest kids in Manhattan. And there was a lot of... Ex- all Riverdale kids would come in and play tennis with you, right? <laughs> right, right. There was a lot of experiences like that, of like these two worlds and, and, and moving between them. And um, so just seeing a lot, of, a lot of stuff that people didn't have and... Um, Feeling like that would be my way to give back, you know, and 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 combine that with a with my professional life. Not it's not a non for profit, right? And doing well to do good is definitely in the context of what I try to do. But there's also you know a philosophy of abundance behind what you do, and the respect that compounding of interest, compounding effect of behavior, compounding discipline and financial literacy. And I know a lot of people may not be well aware of you know the intricacies of how micro investing works that you have to be able to understand time and allow things to evolve. But the compounding of interest when it comes to investing is exponential in its nature. Where did you first get exposed to the idea of compounding and and utilizing maybe the rule of 72 or other Einsteinian type of philosophies into finance? I th- we like to say also it is about time in the market, not timing the market, which I think is an easy mm-hmm. concept to understand. Uh, that, that just means that the, the, if you're in the market in diversified portfolios, which is what we offer at, at Acorns, versus trading in and out of the market, if you stick with it in, in diversified portfolios over the long term, your money has a chance to grow on top of itself. 
Um, it's, and, and it's wild when you look at like the markets over the last 10, 15, 20 years, if you had been out of the market for 10 or 20 days during that period, you would have lost an immense, specific days, you would have lost an immense amount of opportunity to make money. People's natural instinct uh, when the market goes down, like right now, is to pull out. Yeah. And I always try to remind people that's the only way you lock in your losses is if you pull your money out after it went down. Because you didn't technically lose the money. Right. It's just down. You know, and since every downturn in history has ended in an upturn, if you stick with it, you should hopefully be able to um, make that money back in spades. I, I probably, I mean, I probably learned that lesson as I, I when I was in the summer of my um, junior year in high school, my dad got me a job as a bank teller. Really? So, yeah. So <laughs> for three months, the first two, you did trainings. So I, I learned what to do when the bank gets robbed, which is my favorite part of the. What do you do, by the way? You don't do anything. You, you, you let the bank get robbed. Oh, that's the rule. Yeah, Just which was hard for me to process. Like, I, <laughs> like you're behind the bullet. How class. much training did you have to have to It's a bunch of training to not react. Yeah, right, right. You know? But I'm like, I'm not, how, how do you just let the bank get robbed? It's like, that, that's just, well, we'll see what happens when the bank gets rid of the bank, you know? <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> but that, that was when I learned the, a lot of the basic lessons of money management. And, um, and then had the chance as a, as a young, as a 17-year-old kid to be behind the glass and to impart that onto people, you know, that would come in and to see how hard these concepts are. And we don't learn this stuff in school. Right? Like you, right. you graduate with no education in how to manage money. You don't even know when it's tax time, which is a crazy, you know, is a crazy thing to be so unprepared for something so fundamental to your life. Um, I think, I think the chance, I think everybody should be a bank teller for a summer. You know, that would, that would be an incredible learning experience for people. So that, that was probably when I first learned yeah. about what you said, what Einstein calls the eighth wonder of the world. It is true. And beyond that too, one of the other lessons that I see, and you kind of inherently discussed it when you were talking about investing in the market or you know being in the market uh, but timing and risk tolerance is an area that you know i do a lot in financial literacy trying to get people to understand before you invest your time your emotion or your money know your timing and risk tolerance and as long as it's aligned with and synergistic to the opportunity which can be found out by asking for help or mentorship from someone that knows about what each investment does uh, you're going to be happy. How does timing and risk tolerance, number one, impact what you're doing? And two, how do you empower people that are your community, your mm -hmm. customer base, to know their timing and risk tolerance so that they can align with the opportunity knowing how the return on their investment will work? I mean, I think, I think one of the coolest parts about Acorns is because the, the time and risk tolerance, um, they, it, might, it sounds like sort of easy, maybe sounds easy when you talk yeah. about it, but it's actually not easy to understand. It's not easy um, to figure out how to actually apply that. So we do that work for the customer when they set up an Acorns account. So we, you know, we, we, we collect, there's basic suitability questions. We collect age, net worth, income, et cetera. And then we recommend a portfolio based on what we know about you. You can change it. We don't recommend that you do. And then we do a check-in periodically. But so we, 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 do, we, we, we basically set you up for, uh, for the future as well as, as we can. And if you stick with it and continue contributing and you know, hopefully you do it with frequency like every day, every week. Um, I like to try to remind people that comp compounding benefits from frequency. So if you, even if you do it daily versus weekly versus monthly, you can see benefits from, from daily. So $5 a day, which isn't doable for everybody, but it's, it's so just as this statistic, if you do $5 a day, starting at birth, 
Like if your parents, you know, at a basic annual return rate, you'd have four and a half million dollars at retirement. And if you started at 18, you'd have one and a half, around one and a half million. So you think about that 18 year period. Yeah. And the further out you get when your money's growing on top of it, itself, the more the money grows on top of itself. So it's a, it's a powerful phenomenon. Um, the earlier you start, the better. Um, but, but, the, but the idea of time, value, how all those things work, we try to take that heavy lifting off of the customer's plate and do it for them and then educate them on how to think about it after the yeah. fact. Yeah, the triple multiplier. So those people that don't know, say, uh, look at this in behavior as well. The triple multiplier says that if you double that which you're investing, could be behavior, that normally you know, those last two doubles create a triple multiplier. So if you're at 25% and it doubles twice, you get an opportunity to double it twice more, mm-hmm. uh, then you're going to be at 100%, which is 75% more three times. So it's a triple multiplier yeah. of what you're doing. And I think a lot of people can't think in terms of having the patience uh, because it takes so long to get to the 25%. Most people quit good behavior yeah. before they get to the 25%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What systematic things do you do at Acorns to allow people to feel a comfort level to be consistent, whether it's the daily, the weekly, or the annual investment? What types of things can we do to help people have coherence, to remember to do it and to do it? Because the impact that it has, $5 a day, for example, is tremendous and exponential. I mean, we try to get you set up from, from, from the beginning. So the, the, uh, one of the things I talk to the team about is that the registration funnel is actually the most important product we have because that's where people set themselves up for, for the future in Acorns. Like you set up a recurring deposit. You set up spare change investing. There's other things, obviously, to do after the fact. You can set up a retirement account, all these things. But that's where you start the journey. And if we can get you setting up $5 a day or $20 a week and you get into set it for, and forget it mode, and then we try to teach you as you go to think about things, you know, um, that way. That's that's really the the key. So at the beginning, uh, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. But this is not like it, it. Planning for the future and focusing on the future is not a natural thing to do because everybody's got stuff to do today. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of alluring things, trading stocks, all this kind of stuff. But slow and steady wins. You know, wins the race every time. And and I think, I think the more. Um, you know, people can just take that first step. I mean, that's what that's what that's what Acorns is. It's like you're about to take that first step, and then we set things up for you in the in, in the beginning of that journey. And if you just let it ride, you know, and 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 um, in a way, set it and forget it, you're going to be set up for a really good future. And what type of challenges did you have, or or what type of decisions you have to make when you're dealing with the SEC regulations, the banking regulations, obviously compliance issues with you know, maybe they were fighting you on having accredited investors or what were the thresholds that you had to either maintain or, or consistently look at? Because I'm sure you had some resistance from our government when you're trying to facilitate something that levels the field. I mean, the interesting, so we are a fiduciary and in a way, um, I mean, there's obviously different nuances, but, but generally speaking, we think like a regulator thinks. And so we approach things from the perspective of what's best for the customer. Our mission statement is with benevolence and courage, we look after the financial best interests of the up and coming. So we put the customer's best interest first. So there are some little sp- specific rules where, where, where you sort of, you might say, why is that a, why is that, it doesn't even make sense. And I, I, if you asked a person in the government, does that, do you think that makes, you know, they're saying this doesn't make sense. But generally speaking, like we think like a regulator. 
So there's not really a lot of friction there. Um, our whole, the whole reason for Acorns uh, being here is putting the responsible tools of wealth making in everyone's hands. And I think pretty much everyone wants that on both sides of the aisle and the government, the regulators, you know, they would say, this is a good product for, for, for people to have, focusing on diversification, long-term investing, trying to educate as people go, which is really fundamental. We talk about educating at the moment of decision-making. Um, usually people learn about money outside of the places where they interact with their money. And I, I've, I've long had the belief that if you can bring those two things together in the same place, you can really have more impact. And the other thing is these small behavioral nudges, you know, to really encourage people to take these actions in the product that are good for them using different mechanisms. Like I was, I was just saying today, we, 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 we do tests where we, we look at what does it look like if you ask a customer to invest 150 a month, 35 a week or $5 a day, which is the same amount of money in aggregate. Yeah. So, so, what do you think? What do you, what do you think about participation rates at $5 a day versus $150 a month? If you just just the suggestion like percentage of people who would do the, who one do, or the who other do one fifty a month versus five dollars a day. Oh, I would say seventy percent of people would want to do one fifty a month. So four times the amount of people do five dollars a day. So more people want to do five dollars a day. Four times. Wow. Because it's a smaller amount, it feels more digestible. One hundred fifty dollars. Because of technology, we're able to make it painless and just like that. Yeah. But just 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 those little things, and you could, you know you, I, we call that like Thaler, we call it a nudge. Those little things can make all the world of difference for, for, for somebody. If you, if you thought about somebody who would, would or wouldn't invest because you put the wrong amount of money in front of them, those are important yeah. things to understand and be able to experiment with. You know? And beyond the actual, you know, what you guys do, what you say, what you think, one of the key components I see is you as an entrepreneur and the company is taking control of our mindset or our beliefs. And I think... You know, I see trends uh, with successful entrepreneurs like yourself of having this extraordinary, imaginative, limitless possibility of beliefs, and you transcend that to your community and to your customer base. How important is that mindset, your belief system of, you know, like I see in your personality and your company, like dreaming big, mm -hmm. uh, which I always say, look, Look at my day. I'm very realistic. I'm very productive, accessible, and gracious with my time. Efficient, effective, statistically successful with my time. But you know, my mission in life is to change the world. I want to empower over a billion people to be happy. Mm -hmm. That should scare you because it scares me. Or you could laugh at me, even that's cool. I see the same trend in you. And beliefs are so important that you must believe something super big. Uh, how important is that, not just for you, but for all of your company to have a bigger belief system? I think it's fundamental, but I also think having it grounded in reality, like I think one of the things that Acorns does well is to have a, you know, have a big mission, um, have big goals, but to make sure they're rooted in the truth of what we're doing. So it's not some kind of like highfalutin, strange concept that's not grounded in, the, in, you know, in, in, in what Acorns can actually do. Um, the emotion that people get is hope. You know, that's a, and that's a big deal when it comes to money because there's a lot of shame um, there's a lot of depression that comes from, you know, from, from money, guilt. It's, it's the root of a lot of um, interfamily issues. So to be able to provide a sense of hope, to give people control, some control of their money and a sense of control over their future, because uh, there's a lot of emotion in it, that's important. My favorite screen in the, in the app is called the potential screen, which is, which is kind of what you're talking about. But it's like, I think we have this belief in the unlimited potential in people. Um, 
I love the, the Picasso quote that every child is born an artist. The problem is how to remain one as we grow up. Nice. Every child's also born an entrepreneur. And the, I think the, the thing that distinguishes people who become entrepreneurs from people who don't is you were confronted in childhood by somebody who said, yeah, forget it, kid, or just cause, or your parents didn't support your creativity. And, you know, but every child is born an entrepreneur, like a tiny acorn with this unlimited potential to become a mighty oak. Um, a lot of times in our society that just doesn't get nurtured. My, uh, my fiance and I have a, um, a little organization we started called Give Kids Art. And it's about um, delivering art, visual arts programming to kids through the Boys and Girls Club. And the, the concept is create fearlessly. And I watch her deliver this programming to these kids who come from, you know, come from tough backgrounds. There's a lot of, they have a lot of self-judgment, a lot of, you know, I'm not good, I, I'm, I'm not good, my art's bad. She tries to remind them, there's no such thing as good or bad in art. It's just what you create. So create fearlessly, just put yourself out there. If you become a professional artist one day, people might judge you. But for now, just, just, you know, just, just be, you know, try to, try to create and, and do your best. Um, I love so, that. So, yeah. I think at its core, you as an entrepreneur in the business represent my definition of success or happiness, which is both you as an entrepreneur and the app allow you to enjoy the consistent everyday, persistent without quit pursuit of your potential. Mm. And you've been able to show us and illustrate through your actions what that means as an entrepreneur, but even more importantly, how you can give back uh, to our community and level the playing field and provide options, opportunities, and even touches of favor that can change lives so that kids like you and I that grew up in the public schools and maybe were at least uh, aware of or placed upon those that maybe had more than us uh, growing up we can level the field and allow people's character and their own work ethic and their contribution to determine uh, their ceiling. As we know, the skills and knowledge you have determines the basement, but your desire determines your potential. And I appreciate everything that you're doing as a business. We have the amazing CEO of Acorns himself, Noah Kerner. Thank you for joining me. This is David Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook.